0: Back to Boys and Ghouls film review. I'm your host Sarah Stevenson. And this is my co-host Mike Stevenson. Hi
1: guys. And as
0: much as I want to, I like to say, like in the past, if there's any trolls among you, I advise please leave this podcast right now. Bye. <laughs> okay. So now tonight we will be reviewing that classic movie called House of Wax, which was released in 1953.
1: Yeah, this is the Vincent Price one, actually. The House of Wax was a 1953 mm-hmm. remake of, I think, um, Mystery of the Wax Museum, which was done in 1933. Yeah. Now, they're both good movies. But, yep, you're wrong. wrong. I'm not going to go back, but I think the uh, the 1953 version uh, is a lot better, and also was uh, they brought 3D into it. Hmm. Yeah, not a lot, but enough to make it interesting actually, uh-huh. if you get a nice, good, clean digitalized print now, mm. uh, it is really sharp and mm-hmm. clear, so um, yeah you get a really good copy of it so mm-hmm. and it's, it almost feels 3D when it's in 2d it's so yeah. clear yeah and there's,
0: yeah. and there's plenty of opportunities where you see uh, a lot of 3d movement
1: well you sort of it feels 3d even though I'm saying 2d it just mm. it, it, the the, uh, the quality. Of The print was so good when they actually digitalised it. It looks like it's a brand new film almost. Well, that's a copy I've got anyway. Mm. Um, yeah, it's really sharp images. Yeah, so really good.
0: who directs it, writes it, and blah, blah, blah. stars All in it? The above. Okay. All above. All the above.
1: Okay, produced by a gentleman by the name of Brian Foy, F-O-Y. Directed by, now I think it's André de Toth, T-O-T-H.
0: Possibly French, maybe. Well,
1: possibly, yeah. Uh, screenplay was by a guy called Crane Wilbur, mm. and it was based on a novel uh, by the name of The Waxworks by Charles Belden. Now, interesting this, and I always loved Dollars and Cents. Back in those days, it cost about a million bucks to make, I believe. Hmm. It made 24 million at the box office. Mm. Now, 24 times Mm. the amount of the uh, outlay—that's not a bad uh, return on your money.
0: Mm. Agreed. Mm. Great investment.
1: But I don't know whether of course is a good movie, or of course Vincent Price in it, or a combination of both.
0: Mm. Or even Billy Lugosi, who didn't star in it, helped promote it. Did he? Yes.
1: Well. Things you, mm-hmm. things you learn. Hey guys, mm. I didn't know about the ghost. He helped to promote the movie. There yeah. you go. There. Well,
0: it makes sense a little.
1: Now here we go. The cast. I, I, I did streamline a little bit, but there are a few main roles here. So I'll go through them if you bear with me, folks. Okay, the main guy. Obviously, Vincent Price plays Professor Henry Jarrod. He is a very talented sculptor. Mm. Was, I believe started off maybe doing stonework and whatever. Mm. Got into wax because it was a lot easier and mm. and uh, it was more lifelike. Yeah,
0: originally yeah. Um, his character was called Ivan Igor, but
1: that's in the previous movie. Yeah,
0: but they said <laughs> they wanted to avoid alienating Russia's viewers, so they oh. changed the name to Hugh Henry Gerard instead.
1: And considering they probably made it an English movie.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Or an American
1: movie. Mm American movie. Whatever. Who cares? Who cares? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. um,
0: They just didn't want to alienate another. They they, they wanted to give an
1: anglicised name Mm -hmm. as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can I move on? Yeah. Okay. Um, So he was our main lead. Now, a lady by the name of Phyllis Kirk played Sue Allen, who is um, the female lead, who is uh, sought after by Vincent Price because he wants to make her... You could say a living statue in his wax works. Uh now, um the next lead I'd say it had to be Frank Lovejoy played Lieutenant Tom Brennan. Now I believe Frank Lovejoy's been in quite was in quite a few movies back in those days. He plays a good role mm. and he plays a good policeman. So mm-hmm. he did well in this role. True. Now, Carolyn Jones. Yeah, Carolyn Jones played Kathy Gray she was Sue's friend who got knocked off by Vincent Price in the first 15 or 20 minutes.
0: Yeah,
1: give or take. Give or take, yeah. So, she's already in the museum and she looks really pretty. Um, And
0: finally, um, Wait
1: a minute, I'm not finally anything.
0: Okay, finally.
1: I'm going through the cast. Do you mind? Just once. You keep talking over me. Shut up. Uh, Paul Picciani, I think is the right name uh, for this guy. He plays like Scott Andrews. He's Sue's boyfriend,
0: supposedly. At,
1: well, well, in the role, yeah, and cool. um, he's um, he's the
0: lead protagonist. That's the word uh, for it. Look, okay,
1: fine. Can I talk?
0: Go on. Thank
1: you. Okay, yeah, he's uh, Sue, Scott Andrews. He's Sue's boyfriend, yeah. and he's sort of uh, I suppose like candy for the ladies. He's a good-looking <laughs> fellow. And
0: well are cute. Now mm. here
1: we go. Roy Roberts. Now I don't know too much about Roy Roberts, but he played Matthew Burke. Jared's business partner who uh, was a bit of a nasty piece at the beginning of the movie and he had a he uh, fight with uh, 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 Vincent Price, now yeah, Jared, and he tried to kill him in a fire and um, well, Vincent Price, Jared, he uh, survives the fire and goes out and kills him later on and he, be, I think, is the first exhibit in the, in, in the Wakeshirt, was he not? Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, the first victim of the man. Now, here's one for you. Uh, video files out there charles bronson plays a role as a deaf mute uh working in the uh, wax museum he plays igor ah. <laughs> you talk about igor uh uh-huh. right, ah. right igor the deaf mute um but he was actually credited as charles buchinski buchinski uh, b-u-c-h-i-n-s-k-y okay um Obviously, he's changed the name to Charles Bronson. Uh, mm. because obviously That makes it, sense. Yeah, it made it a bit easier. And now, here's one. Nedrick Young. He played the other assistant to uh, Henry Jarrod. He played Leon Averall. Mm. Now, his name was uncredited as his name was removed from the credits and miscellaneous uh, many other movies because he was blacklisted in 1953 for huh. something or other. I would have to say, being blacklisted, he's either done something really, really nasty or maybe a communist sympathiser or something or rather. Something really bad had to happen for him, blacklisted.
0: Yeah, even though he's and, a he, good actor. His,
1: but he took his name, they took his names off the movies as well.
0: Mm, that's a shame.
1: So there's something wrong here. That Maybe he did something really naughty. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Anyway.
1: Any anyway,
0: um, more, more before I we think die of boredom?
1: That's all the cast. Um, and, um, do you want to take over a mm. intro and telling the story now? Yes, yeah, my as I won't well. talk gave you too much yes no i won't are you you done not yet i'm waiting for you to say something okay (laughs) no (laughs) carol anyway so
0: so the story opens opens at the beginning where jared is um just putting his final touches to his latest waxwork mannequin and he's um his um colleague the um his partner i should say mingo mingo he comes along that night and tells him that this wax museum is not making ballbuster money
1: yeah he wants big bucks and he wants to get out of it and he wants someone to buy him out so yeah. mm.
0: anyway henry tells him um he's got a friend coming along tonight t- with a colleague of his who may s- kind of buy him out hopefully exactly so he heads off into the office while Jared Ger- um, talks turkey with um with the um, two his two uh, co- two associates, and of course it goes really well. They love all the um, mannequins, the um, waxworks biggest, figures, biggest. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they and. Of course, they. What the the guy says, "Sure, I will be glad to become buy him out, but I have to go away to Egypt yeah, in a couple of days because I'm reviewing a dig."
1: Well, you're not going. You're going to see a dig which might be might be have money invested in. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So he, he
1: was a rich guy. Mm.
0: So um, he, they took their leave, and then his colleague comes up, appears and tells him that that the guy will be away for f- three or four months. And that will not be enough time for him to stick around. And that this long. guy,
1: Jared's partner, said, That's too long. I need the bucks now. I've yeah. got a good business in, yes. uh, investment I want to get into now, not in three months. Yes. So, yeah.
0: And so he comes up with a, um, an alternate. B plan, if you well, call it. Or
1: set fire to the place and do an insurance claim, what every honest person would do. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, so he starts setting the fire to places all over the place. Jared tries his absolute hardest to put out the fire, but, but they get into a fight, and soon enough, um, his associate gets out unscathed, but leaving Henry to be absorbed by the fire. Yeah. Or not, also, we think. To be,
1: well, be could be, to be consumed. In the fiery but, inferno. That sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> but fortunately,
0: and then say, I don't know how many weeks or months he went through. Well, I do know. See,
1: I, I reckon it was a couple of years. Hmm. Not not a lot. Maybe mm. say a year, maybe eighteen months, or something. I don't think it was weeks or no, something. No, I don't think yeah, so either. Because <laughs> Vincent Price had to get better.
0: Mm, true, true. He had
1: scar tissues and stuff, and you know, mm. yeah, so, I so
0: anyway, we see um, his colleague much later on, who is explaining to his girlfriend. Uh, let me see what's her name. Oh yeah, Catherine Grey, I think. Uh, Kathy, uh, Kathy, yeah, Kathy. Yeah, Kathy, and explaining to him. Her that he's got through the insurance claims, yada yada yada, got through making out that he's the only alive party member. Well, he had
1: to prove uh, his partner had died. So, you see, the insurance policy would have uh, paid uh, half shares to each uh, Professor Jared and Matt Burke, Matthew yeah. Burke, as partners. Now, mm-hmm. without, without Vincent Price's body, mm-hmm. yeah, Professor.
0: Jared, Hen- Jared, just say yeah. Jared because Jared. I think people it's will be confused. Jared, mm-hmm. you
1: can be Henry and Jared, and his name's not like Jared, it's you know, you, you don't tell me. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, don't confuse it, the viewers. it was supposed to be half-hour year in the insurance money, but because of body, there's no body, uh, the claim process was protracted because they wanted a body. Yes, yeah, so mm.
0: anyway, um, he's got the big. He has the um money. Um, what's the word? Did he describe it that he has the money um in his safe in somewhere? Yeah,
1: he got a check and he cashed it then, so he got yes. all the ready cash. Yeah, in a strong box. Yeah, in and he plans
0: to take Caffrey on. Uh, Holiday,
1: yeah, and but she,
0: she suggests that they go to Niagara Falls
1: and get a, and get a license on the way through. He says, "What do you mean? Yeah, you know, make so it all legal, married or something." About marriage, and he was thinking of a mm. weekend, you know. Yes. Yeah.
0: So later on, we see him going back to his offices. I think yeah, his office, yeah. And yeah. In, and along the way, he runs into dear old Henry, who strangles and he, him he and kills him. him. His office didn't run into
1: anywhere on the way home. He's in his office.
0: Okay, he's in his <laughs> office. He kills him, and then he makes it look like a suicide by hanging. So he hangs him in the elevator shaft.
1: Yeah, really good too. It looked really good.
0: Okay, and then the... I don't scared know. the cleaning lady, didn't it? Oh, yeah, it uh, did scare anyone to death. That bit always scared me, mostly, too. Mm. Anyway, moving on. Um, Catherine Grey and is with her friend Sue, and they're both in their boarding house, right?
1: A boarding house, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: and she's getting ready to go out to dinner with an unknown, mysterious man we don't know. An about. older
1: man, she said. Yes, but old no, like, but he's very nice and very suave and sophisticated and yada yada yeah, yada. Yeah. All Meaning
0: she's yeah. long um, moved on from dear old. Um, That the other guy she was dating, or. Yeah, the
1: guy snuffed it.
0: Yes, or they broke up, I don't know what. He died. Okay, he died. But He's he was
1: hanging in the elevator shaft. <laughs> he may have
0: broken up with her saying... <laughs> he
1: didn't. He went to the office to <sighs> get, check his things out and ca- and County's all gotten spoiled there and he got killed. Yeah. So she moved on a couple of weeks later and found somebody else.
0: Yeah, anyway. Yeah. um, So anyway, Sue and Kathy are like best friends, like really good friends. and
1: Besties. Yeah,
0: yeah. I got met admit in this scene where they're organising her getting dressed, I can't admit... I
1: was oh, putting a corset on. Yeah, I don't know how the females wore those things in those but days. It looks yeah. like,
0: um, considering that back then they didn't have CGI, this corset was like tight on the um. Yeah, she waist. almost
1: looked like a greyhound. I and mean, honestly, you know, <laughs>
0: yeah, very tight and stuff, sort of unbelievable. Yeah. So anyway, she's heading off to her, de- her latest fling or date. And she's, and Kathy's going off to mm. apply for a job at well, a we restaurant. We
1: believe that her date was actually Vincent Price, Professor Jarrett. Because mm. someone drugged her drink. So when she came back, she fell asleep. And, um... Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Rehypnol, the date rape drug. Yeah. No, no, no. So
0: anyway, Sue goes mm-hmm. on her way to apply for the job, but the job doesn't go so, so well.
1: Yeah, the poor... Poor Sue. She's a, she's a really nice sweetie pie. You know,
0: yeah, person. she's a nice girl, like girl next door type. Good looking yeah.
1: girl next door though. And mm. she's
0: not the kind, like, she's not like Kathy in this. Not, not very
1: outward going. She's very conservative. Yeah. But
0: then again, this she's like the final girl in this movie.
1: She was actually. Mm. Yes, yeah, she was the final girl. So mm.
0: anyways, moving on. She she heads back into the boarding house. The landlady gives her a severe wet, you know, ch- you know.
1: She says, money tonight or you don't sleep here tonight.
0: Yes, exactly Whoops. so. And so she heads up well, I've to... I've been her, there, folks. Yeah, so she heads up to her room or her Kathy's room. I think Kathy and Sue were sh- having a shared accommodation. They probably
1: were. I think so.
0: And then she sees um, that Kathy is dead. And she sees that mysterious um, man that's no doubt Vin- Henry, the... Um, what, the dead wax museum guy. He did
1: look. He looked pretty good for a dead guy.
0: Yeah, she, she mm. screams. She jump, She climbs out of the window and and runs through the street.
1: Run, 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 run,
0: run All the time, um, trying to escape the um mentally deranged Je- Je- Henry. Anyway, she soon <laughs> eventually arrives at her at um her boyfriend's place. I'm not sure if the Boyfriend's well, right the guy she knew,
1: uh, a guy th- that she this knew, this really nice and hunky-looking guy who's yes. new and he's he yeah. what they like.
0: I think, according yeah. to the story, yeah. she is best friends with his mum. No, her, we
1: her mother and, her and his mother were friends. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah. she goes to their house, knocks, raps on the door. Eventually, her mu- his mum was up and uh, answered the door and allowed her in. And and happens to, and dollars to donuts dear old scott was there to comfort dear old oh, Sue too still,
1: still wearing his suit you know, is
0: i know but then again mm. men did wear suits
1: what in the middle of the night
0: yeah, maybe he was working late. oh he
1: might have been sleeping in his clothes yeah
0: hey he may have been working late <laughs> bear in mind even the landlady was still wearing her out her, her, her ordinary clothes
1: yeah, it's true, I, but you know, his mother was in her jammies. Anyway, yeah, he, yeah.
0: he's a, sort of an artist, or an art student, I think.
1: Well, I don't know, yeah, an art stu- more of an art student, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, so anyway, um, so they allow no, but, um Sue to stay with them at their house, considering that... She was well, stressing out a tad. Yes, she mm-hmm. was already scared, and she even tried to prevent Scott from going out there because she was scared to lose him. Yes. I like to think that. The those. naughty
1: monster guy, as she called, didn't know who it was... Yes, he wants he ought kill him.
0: Yeah. Mm, who can blame oh. her? Isn't
1: that lovely? Yeah.
0: <laughs> then the next day or whatever, we uh the guy who was the associate guy who was um who met Henry at at the beginning of the movie, um comes to a to a building that's a wax mm. um, yeah. That's the reason
1: why I said it had to be quite a few months later because this guy has been to Egypt and he'd come back. So it's got yeah, to be at he, least three or four yeah, months. Yeah. So
0: he yeah, got a yeah, note yeah, yeah. from um someone and he finds out that dear old Henry's alive and well and you know confined to a wheelchair. He
1: didn't. He couldn't. He, did, he supposedly couldn't walk very good anymore
0: yes and his supposedly. hands are completely scarred deep yeah
1: literally really horrible and gnarly really Ugh, knew. gross
0: anyway um, so anyway Henry explains that he's going to make a new wax museum with, which will have a mixture of horror and gore and, and beauty and beauty here and there yeah Anyway, he wants um cap. He's already got a bit of capital, but he needs more. So yeah, he needs
1: he needs so, someone to investigate. and Need a bit more dollars thrown into it. Yeah, yeah.
0: So he asks um him to come on board and be a partner, like it, he did in the um it, it, before the other
1: place burned down. He is interested in doing it. So
0: so he says yeah. he'll think about. It, and no doubt he would say and he yes. He did block
1: his art. He did yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And he then sees another piece of artwork, which turns out to be his dead um you know... Business partner. business partner. and So lifelike. Yeah, and he mm. says he hanged himself in the um elevator shaft, even though they're still investigating what may have and happened. And they can't
1: find his body anywhere, because it uh-huh. disappeared out of the yeah, morgue. Yeah, both mm. his body,
0: Kathy's body, and a number of other bodies have gone missing from the morgue.
1: Yeah, so it's either it's him or Necrophiliac lives in the area. Mm,
0: yes, yeah. Mm-hmm, Quite right. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: I'll go there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So later that later on, a cu- probably a couple of weeks later, they've ha- already set up the sh- the um, wax museum, and it's all going full swing. Yeah. Including... Opening night,
1: Yeah. They got, <laughs> yeah, yeah. got this guy playing. Uh, well, doing some uh, what do you call it? Um. Pa-
0: um bleh, uh, I think.
1: Yeah. I'm when when, a, when a drumming up business, it's run all like a barker. I think. Yeah. A a barker. barker. <laughs> and he's using these. Paddle ball mm-hmm. things, where you know, with the elastic mm. on a rubber ball, you know, like some cool. like a table tennis um, mm. bat. And he's, this guy is really clever and funny. And I just wonder wonder how many takes it took to get his roll down. I'm amazed the camera didn't
0: ball. break. No, <laughs> no
1: problem there. But it did, it wanted, everything was so well choreographed for him. I just mm. wondering if it was one take or ten takes, you know. <laughs> He, It was, was good, and he played the camera really good.
0: Mm-hmm. So everything goes full swing. Everyone likes the, the Wax Museum, except for a few people who got nauseous by the weird um, the oh, A girl who
1: kept getting... Uh, she must have, must have a slightly nervous disposition, and she ended up fainting once or twice. Yeah,
0: yeah I like that one. <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs> I like that, yeah. and I love the final faint in the in this one too. Yeah. But I won't go into it just yet. Mm. So okay. anyway, Sue and Scott they arrive there to check out the place, and Scott is offered a job to probably work there for yeah. a bit
1: for Professor Jared. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, and meanwhile, Sue is finding. Found the Joan of Arc figure that looks looks exactly like Kathy.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, hair was different. Wearing different clothes, obviously. And she still
0: has similar eyes and similar facial features.
1: Fingers, toes, whatever. uh, Ears, uh, whatever. Yes. Anyway,
0: (laughs) um. So, but anyway, Henry notices this and knows, and he explains that. But maybe with luck, she'll be able to help him make, recreate his.
1: Marie Antoinette.
0: Yeah, see, his favourite manic. His wax figure he likes is Marie Antoinette.
1: And he he says, uh, he's been looking for the right face, and he says, I really need to take it out of life, or something like that, yeah. Yeah, and... Yeah. No, and only in the original, and you, and Sue looks, you, yeah.
0: And so Sue looks exactly like that. Pretty close. Close, yeah. close yeah. enough. Mm,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. I was wondering whether the master of her to make the mirror internet in the first place.
0: Mm, probably, probably. Because it's
1: mm. very close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, restful.
0: it has to be. I mean, if you wanted to make this movie believable. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, anyway, uh, so May uh, the um, Night... He goes to her, Sue's, um, Sue's room and, and he tries to abduct her, but things go awry because she e? screams and she calls in her Scott's um, her well, mother, comes oh, no, mother friend. What is the matter, dear? He yeah. was here. Oh, and she cries and, and says it must be a dream even though her eyes were wide awake. If she fainted, I could believe that. Yeah. But
1: you wake up the yeah. dream screaming, you know, dear.
0: True, true.
1: You don't go, oh, I'll, scre- I'll lay here and scream in my sleep, so I'll be asleep.
0: Yeah. Mm. No. Yeah. Later on, Scott tries to get her to, you know, try to get her out more a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they go to a, um, what were they called? A well, the Matinee.
1: T- it was all like a um, um, burlesque show, I think. Um, yeah, burlesque. They, like, and they had some uh, uh, music Musical, That's musical. it. Music hall or or Whatever, yeah. uh, or a burlesque show which had the can can dance set. And I must admit, when I was a young guy and I saw this movie when I was about 12 years old or whatever, I was wrapped in the can can dances. Yes. I'd never seen legs like that before in my life. Yeah. so or while anything the, else. So <laughs> while the show's going
0: on, Sue is is still thinking about um, the Caffey wax figure and she remarks about how Kathy ha- had a habit of wearing one earring in yeah, one ear. Yeah, right ear or something. Yes, mm. meaning she didn't wear two earrings; she just wore one. So, how can a wax figure have also the same? Sli- have a have a slight. Well, sim- they have
1: a whole ear, but no earring.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Aha. What does that tell you, guys?
1: Ah, oh, yeah, but you know, there's always an expl- explanation for it. They, they, yeah. they, they taught the way out of it.
0: Yeah. Eventually. Mm. Um, Scott takes her to the police station to give her her statement. She did a statement earlier, but they said come back any time to give us a little bit more information. Yeah,
1: because he was a bit shattered before.
0: And after they gave her gave, she gave his statement, and they told her that they already went. They were already contacted by the wax museum. To get photographs of Kathy, yeah, the dead body, yeah, yeah, have a look at the
1: photographs, because they would the, uh, the coroner and different people take photographs or whatever, mm-hmm. and whatever, true, yeah, head shots and body shots and you know for uh, medical reasons, yeah. so yeah, but, had, this, mm, but after the cat.
0: After Sue and Scott leave, the inspectors they then realize, hmm, this sounds very significant. Let's go investigate this wax museum. So they go off and head off down there. They also, when they're down there, they find a few other wax figures that they recognize. Yeah. You know, a few, few, um, um, uh, lawyers, a few. Um, I think one of them said that it, one of the guys that disappeared, some of the people disappeared. Yeah, one of the
1: one of the guys, the uh, John Wilkes Booth one, looked like somebody who had been killed recently, and his body disappeared. Hmm. Um, but then when they made a comment about, yeah, there's a caveman over there, looks just like the new uh, pol-
0: police commissioner. Police
1: commissioner, but he's still alive. Yeah, I think Probably. he's just slacking off. at him. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I do think that they suspect that that half just half. Half those ones may have been either, you know, t- well, either t- taken th- by death masks of of the dead bodies without authorization or yeah, whatever, no, or said, something
1: uh, like that. They, they, they didn't think anything. I oh. just thought, hmm, interesting. Yeah. And they didn't really know anything, but yeah. they, they suspected there could be something, but yeah. they didn't know They even know suspect,
0: yet, yeah. um, um, um henry's um associates not the mute Le- yeah, one Leon but the, yeah, the, yeah yeah they suspect him of it because they know him from he prison was, he
1: was in prison years ago yes and he is very talented artist guys so and they he, released him re- released him on parole and then disappeared
0: yeah. Ah. So It's going by a different yeah. name too. Yeah. By, so there that hope. day, mm. uh, night they they get him and they start interrogating him, trying to get information from him. And
1: that him. was quite of because he had he had an he, he was an alcoholic and he really needed a drink. And they just waited for him to go through DTS and then gave him a drink. So, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> <good> um, <way. laughs> Scott
0: is working hard at the wax museum, and um, Henry's giving him advice on. On making the wax mu- wax figure look a little more creepier yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah,
1: he's trying to do uh, that show uh, someone in a lot of pain. He's trying to do some lines around the mouth and stuff, and yeah. you know, make it show more anguish and pain and stuff, and yeah, things yes, like that. Agreed. As a good tutor would.
0: Yes. Anyway, he sends um, Scott Scott to get some flowers at a fake flower store or whatever. Oh yeah, plastic flowers for know, a display, and, yeah. and he then. Um, Scott drops the hint that that Sue's coming around because it's her birthday, so they want to go Happy off and birthday. celebrate.
1: <laughs>
0: so Scott goes on his way, and Jared and Henry waits for Sue to arrive. He he leaves the door open, and she heads inside, and the place is completely dark. And you could, you can imagine how creepy that would feel, you know? Yeah. Weird well, um, eyes looking at okay, you. I try to explain to Sarah the other night that.
1: I've been into a wax work, a wax museum, and, uh, years ago, and some of the displays were dark mm. in the area due, to give it Atmos. And it did feel creepy because I was there by myself. I thought these things were actually going to move. And actually, one was moving. Really? They had a body line there and it must have had an air an air sac in its chest. to you know, going in and out. That one's alive. No, it was just a scary one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it did creep me out. This a long time ago. I was a bit yeah. younger. Well, I a teenager. Yeah. But I like, okay. Yeah. And she even
0: heads inside mm. the studio the in the back. And, and i got to admit, the studio looks more creepier because it has things like like limbs hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, bits
1: and pieces and, and stuff.
0: bits and pieces like eyes. Like
1: Texas Chainsaw Massacre sort of stuff. Yes, yeah, exactly. Mm. Things
0: hanging on hooks, stuff like that. Not to creep your skin out when well, I think not, about and,
1: it. And, and, and subdued lighting. And the good part about... Color photography. When they got the color, they could actually go into lower light because the color definition was in there, mm. and you could actually do the shadows and stuff a lot easier. And the colors wouldn't blend, blur. The colors wouldn't blur into each other like mm. a uh, grayscale. Mm. And you can actually do it. And the atmos and the shadows was really creepy. It was really good. I like yes. it. That's a good turning point went color.
0: Yes. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so she. Um, is getting creeped out, and she tr- and she then runs into the um, Joan of Arc statue again, and then she takes a more closer look, and she pulls back the the fake hair to see some gold ringlets that were are uh, from
1: Kathy's, Kathy's hair, hair. she realized all at once that yeah, it, it t- was the mannequin.
0: It was her dead friend. And all that stuff. Bugger. And dear old Henry appears and says, you now, you know, all that stuff. And she says, it is Kathy. Under all that wax, it's her body. And Henry st- stands up. The-
1: and he's walking really good. He and, didn't need his wheelchair. He and, was lying.
0: Ca- and Sue tries to make a getaway, but she gets blocked by the death. Igor. By Igor, or, or whatever. And and she tries to fight her way through, through um, Henry, but... Fortunately, she she ends up breaking his fake face, turning out it's all made of wax. That's one
1: thing I think let the show down. What's that? Wax isn't flexible. Oh, yeah. She hit it and it broke, but when he had it on, he was talking, the whole lot was moving like a rubber mask. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the only thing that let the, the... for the special effects, down.
0: Yeah, but I mean bypassing yeah. that. It's quite, yeah, quite, after yeah. this movie, we watched. We also last night we were watching this movie, and along with the Mad Magician. Yeah,
1: and they used a rubber mask, and that was really good.
0: Yeah, it gave a good explanation of what they what prosthetics they used, or yeah,
1: back mm. in those days. So, so but yeah, but this goes back to the turn of the century. And they wouldn't have had that sort of stuff, probably. So. Hmm. Uh, so it was all retro. Yeah. So
0: yeah. anyway, anyway illuspective. perspective. So moving on. So um. So um. Henry's um assistant um finally cracks. I mean, oh, yeah, Leon April at yeah, the police station. He then yeah. tells them that that they took the dead bodies from the morgue and p- covered them with wax and. And made them into fake statues. And he says, it's a morgue, I'm telling you. The, this whole bit, the whole wax museum is a morgue. That stuff. Yes. Well, maybe not of those terms. But well, we love that. Roughly. Anyway, a whole
1: slew of people down he there. He then yeah, tells yeah,
0: yeah. them that if they don't hurry soon, Sue is going to be meeting the same she fate. Be,
1: yeah, yeah, will be joining them. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: So the police, they rush out, they get their men together, and they head off down the road.
1: Yeah, a bit of the old Keystone cop sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. leaving
0: um his <laughs> the assistant to drink his wound. his mind out.
1: Well, yeah, because he, 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 he was he was he was a uh, uh, an alcoholic. Yeah. i I won't. I won't use. Gross terms, like, you know. mm-hmm. but anyway, he was an alcoholic.
0: So, yeah. anyway, yeah. meanwhile, Sue is um, already in the basement or whatever, and they're getting the machine revved up to yes, get her body was, covered in wax.
1: She was naked, and you didn't see anything.
0: Yeah, you you see a few. You see hands, the top bit
1: and the shoulders?
0: Shoulders, a bit of leg. And
1: the feet, and, and the bottom part of the legs. That's all you saw. So, she could have had a one piece of bikini or a bathing suit on or something. Or something. You wouldn't have known. Very good photography, and he uh, yeah, ever thought she's naked.
0: Yeah, naked. yeah. meanwhile Scott, yeah. <laughs> he finds he finds out that um, he then gets into a fight with the mute guy, and this is where an interesting scene where f- we're using the um, guillotine. There's yeah, a yeah, guillotine had, They here. had a real
1: guillotine in there. Yes, yeah, a, a real, real gu- one uh, yeah, with, with a sharp blade. All that, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Interesting thing about this is that um, Paul wanted Puccini, to do whatever, this whatever. only once. He wanted to do this one, the sink once, trying to get his yeah. head out of the well, way of the blade. And who can blame him?
1: Paul Puccini, uh, said I believe Sarah said, uh, he was um, hesitant about doing more than one take just in case there was an accident for the guillotine. So yeah. they did it in one take. Yes, that I mean the fight scene might have been two or three takes, but the part where his head was in yeah. the guillotine and they had to save him yeah. before it came down, and maybe yeah. the
0: scene where we viewed it for the first time yeah. in the in the grand opening too, yeah. right? When that you say that, Mike, What's that, when been? they did the grand opening of the um, wax museum, mm-hmm. that they did it, they displayed the um, guillotine and then it sliced through the head yeah, of but the. Yeah, you can have several
1: heads. You can have se- several plastic heads, but he have only got one real head for uh, yeah. Paul Pacini, Pacini, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, so he didn't want to risk losing his head over a movie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Funny. So anyway, he fights the mute and eventually the police arrive. They break in and save dear old Scott from getting his head t- taken off.
1: <laughs> he didn't lose his head after all. And eventually uh, the mute
0: uh, is being uh, up uh, and handed and... The policemen then rush to the basement and they fight as best they can against dear old Henry. And I guess Henry falls into the vat of boiling wax.
1: Yeah, splash.
0: And Sue was saved by the skin of her teeth by the, one of the inspectors. And yeah, he
1: saw what was going on and he moved this uh, table thing away from the wax just before it broke. And as a true gentleman would, he took his jacket off and put it over a naked body. Mm. That's a relief, which we didn't see. Damn, uh, it doesn't matter.
0: So anyway, was we see nice them. Mm. Yeah, so we see them much later in the office, um, discussing um, what's ha- occurred and how. Um, ha- what's, and Scott jokes about how he kneel, he every time he shaves, he, he can still feel yeah, the, the gu- razor of the guillotine blade mm, yeah. against his throat.
1: And, and Sue and Sue Ellen thank uh, the inspector for the use of his coat.
0: Yeah, and the other guy, mm. I think this sergeant, kind of made a fake sneeze at you.
1: You look cold. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes.
0: I thought that was funny. I think it a was little a little bit
1: good, of levity in comedy. At the I end think of it. that was
0: a bit funny that bit.
1: So I keep saying, Sarah, to make a good movie, sometimes you need elements of everything. Just yeah. had a bit of horror, drama. Mm. Mm. Bit of suspense, a mm. little bit of love interest, a mm. little bit of humour thrown occasionally. So it had a good mix of everything, yeah, and it and worked it, well.
0: Yeah, mm. as Sue and Scott leave, um, the ins- the inspector takes um, the mutes wax for your head and says once this guy gets out of Sing Sing No yeah,
1: wait when he gets out this this, this head would have grown a long, long beard, beard. Yeah,
0: meaning yeah. he's going to be in there for a long, long time. time I'm not sure about the other guy obviously
1: Well I don't know, he's, you know He gave his
0: him. statement meaning he he may get no, a, no he wouldn't
1: get a lot of sentence A lighter sentence No he I was part know. of it
0: Nah I suppose not
1: But he might have got a lot because if, if he hadn't if uh, Jared Professor Jared was doing the killings Mhm and leon
0: was well, just an accomplice, was an accomplice
1: maybe and and uh like just hauling it, stealing but the bodies then again the
0: mute yeah, guy yeah. he would have been he, he was, was a to he deliver.
1: tried to kill the other guy so he would have got a stiffer sentence maybe yeah mm. that sort of stuff yeah it's all it's a balance you know the the, the head guy if uh professor Jarrett stayed alive he would have gone for a probably life sentence or execution if they had it back in those days mm. uh uh leon might have got off for slightly reduced sense they couldn't prove he killed him i just abducted yeah. some dead bodies um mm. but the other guy um igor uh, he tried to kill somebody mm. so attempted murder uh that that would not help him
0: yeah so anyway um this is um warner brothers first 3d movie and mm. according to the director andrew um he w- was blind in one eye and hence could not see the effects.
1: Yeah, so he it, 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 so he treated it like an ordinary movie, and they mm. put the three D effects in. Mm. And he said, "Okay, it looks okay to me." When he's looking at the rushes, and people saying, "This is great." I said, what are you looking at? Because he couldn't see the three D effect. And they and they said yeah. and they had to tell him what they were seeing. Yeah, he could have seen
0: a green or a blue. <laughs> was, I don't well, know so what's like. When you like do three D,
1: remember back in those days, you had two colors. Mm. You had a bluey or. Oh, well, red and blue are all red and green and you have these tinted glasses you yeah. put on and they'd overlap somehow and give you a...
0: Three-dimensional or uh, well,
1: Three-dimensional, yeah, a bit of a uh, film depth, mm-hmm. a, uh, whatever. Yeah. And that would create the 3D effect. Now, the point remains is he couldn't see it. It's easier what the people were telling him. So he concentrated on making a good movie mm. and, the, and the, the 3D effects were just not on for him. He couldn't appreciate them, mm. but were put in there, so he concentrated on making a good movie and didn't rely on the three D effects to try and make it a movie.
0: Yeah. Anyway, yeah. this movie was reported yeah. Warner Brothers' biggest successes since um, Life with Father, which was made, released in nineteen forty seven. I don't know much about that movie. Well, actually,
1: so here is something interesting. We, we, um, I think I was talking to you a couple of months ago. Mm. Um, Warner Studios. Warner Brothers uh they said they, 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 I don't think they were very cashed up all the time mm. they had to watch the pains all the time by the time the late 60s were coming that was about 10 years after this a lot of 10 years mm. they were really strapped for cash and they actually bankrolled just yeah you know, small to a small degree the Woodstock documentary they did which we went to the picture shows uh, and they actually they went there and they solicited money and they got a few hundred thousand dollars to help make the uh, the uh, musical documentary, which became the Woodstock movie, mm-hmm. or, yeah, the um Before the Band's On. Mm-hmm. And, they, and that saved them because that movie became very popular, the mm-hmm. documentary thingy, went to all the art houses, went to DVD and everything. They made mm-hmm. a lot of money, and that flowed them a bit on mm-hmm. cash-wise. Yes. So, yeah, that must have been a bit of a skinny budget. Mm.
0: So, mm-hmm. um, what... Did they, what the reviews about this movie? Was? Mixed
1: reviews. Some of the guys couldn't appreciate the fact that the 3D was part of it. Some thought, yeah, they want they expected a bit more around the movie. Some said it was a great movie. Some said it was just a remake of the thing done in back in the 30s. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. There's a lot of mixed reviews, but I keep saying to hell the reviewers, the box office, the people actually go to the film, are the ones who are reviewing it they've cost a million bucks to make and they made 24 million. To me, that says it's a damn fine movie to hell with what reviewers say. Mm. Uh, Because some of these reviewers, oh, I don't like that sort of movie, so I'm going to rubbish it. And they were doing it back then and they're still doing it. And um, I'm sorry... I don't like reviewers a lot, um, yeah, but because they're ready to bag everybody. But doesn't yeah, if they if it doesn't come into what they believe is the way they want to see it in their little utopian world, um, their problem is they can't see outside the bloody square. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, that mm. great that's oh. rude, isn't it? But anyway, um, mm, yeah, mm,
0: I agree.
1: Yeah. but anyway, look, irrespective, the um, this movie was a sort of a remake of the uh, earlier. 1933 movie. Hmm. However, however. However. Slight uh, script changes. They did change the script a little bit. And I think I've watched both movies and I enjoy both movies. Me too. But in the first movie, the older movie, back in 33, they had a newspaper lady reporter involved running around trying to solve the mystery. Yeah, the she moderate, was like a tomboy yeah. in, this, and, you know, in yeah, that movie. It's a hound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was running around trying to... And so they had her part the newspaper people taken out. And I think the detective guys were beefed up a little bit into it. Mm. But it was still based on the same story. Mm. Uh, but they were doing, I think, a two-colour, technicolour sort of um, colour back in, the, in '33. Mm. So the colour was a totally different sort of concept. Mm. Uh, and it wasn't as striking as the later version, which was done in the, in the 50s. Yeah, it had more.
0: It had more. a little bit too much yellow. Or well, that was
1: a color. Unfortunately, that's the colors came out. Maybe, maybe the the dyes going a little bit over Mm -hmm. the years too. But the point remains: it has the system changed. The early color wasn't necessarily true color. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It was dyed somehow, or the process, whatever. Mm -hmm. But it was still a good movie. And actually, you made a comment about uh, the sets in the first movie were a bit more surrealistic.
0: Yeah, surrealistic. Mm, I mean, I think it's um, the uh, layout of the um, where the scene where they're inside the wax uh, basement. Just different
1: angles and uh, and different shapes and whatever, and yeah, yeah, Mm. it made a little bit more um, not surrealistic. Surrealistic—that has to be the best word for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a non-real sort of yeah, Mm, yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, a bit like some of the early Dracula and uh, early Frankenstein movies. Yeah, those big sound stages—they had these buildings and and they just didn't look right. Mm. They they there's no ceilings almost, and yeah mm. oh, they wouldn't have had that, but no. know yeah, I mean and, and weird angles in the mm. buildings and stuff, and yeah mm-hmm. flying buttons going through the room and stuff it just mm. didn't look really good yeah it's oh, just it looked great, but yeah, yeah it's really, just you know. four
0: walls or maybe yeah. not four walls, just yeah um four walls and and just a a bit of a mini shot close ups yeah, of it, yeah. or but, the, imp- so of the figures. But if you make surrealism
1: and stuff, remember we talked about Doctor Ka- the Captain of Doctor Caligari. Who we might be uh, might be reviewing later. Mm, right That's an old silent movie. Now that was a real experiment. experiment in surrealism. Mm-hmm. Everything is weird looking in it. Mm. Now, I mean, they did have a lot of cardboard and wooden uh, sort of scenery. It was half stage. Well, it was very stagey, but. Uh, it looks so realistic mm. and all the angles and the doorways were triangular and different things and it just everything was weird mm. and it's a re- we might review that in the next couple of months. Mm. It's a really, really good movie. If you can get a good copy of it and you don't mind reading a few subtitles, it's a damn fine movie. And we, yeah, well, and, mm. I often
0: think um, sub- silent movies can be really exciting when well,
1: you look you at it. See, people sit down, English-speaking people will sit down and watch a European movie with subtitles. Mm-hmm. So, what's the difference? Hmm. Ah. And so you say, well, why don't watch a silent movie with subtitles?
0: Yes. So, do you want to review this movie ourselves now? Yep, 10. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10, too.
1: No. Look, I I, I am biased on this one. I am a Vincent Price fan. And I don't know if... Roger Roger Corman wasn't involved in this one, obviously. but
0: But...
1: Uh, anything with Vincent Price in it, when it goes back to Victorian or turn the century stuff like that, somehow uh, somehow his presence on on the film, his dramatization of the characters, just brings it to life. And yeah, I well, just, yeah, true. and you get you get good money, good director, good producer. I think it's always interesting that they out. would it, often. It's great. I anyway. often
0: think it's interesting when they would hire um, either a European director or a European writer. Sometimes, sometimes, because to make it look more realistic. Well, we
1: we were talking about The Phantom of Jopra the other day, weren't we? Mm, We did. And that was uh, a French novel, wasn't it? Yeah. And when they released it in English with probably dubbed or subtitles, they made more money in France Mm. than anywhere else in the world. Mm. Uh Aha. Interesting, isn't it? I agree. Yeah so anyway it's a funny old world isn't it
0: i think so anyway i ought to one day read the actual waxworks book one day if yeah. i can if i can find one well
1: actually being an old book it might be hard to get but yeah it might be uh digital you might be able to download a copy of it mm.
0: yeah also guys um before we um kind of uh, finish this off i thought i should bring up that i'm doing a documentary um this year about the lockdown
1: it's actually called the lockdown, isn't it? Yes.
0: Mm. And it's about filmmakers and actors who, um, had F- who were thriving j- during the um the COVID virus? Well,
1: yeah, well, what they did, you now what the, what they couldn't do, what they did instead, yeah, how they yeah how they filled the time over the past twelve months, which is interesting. because so yeah. Some some could do things. Yeah. Some lost money. Yeah. Some had to walk out of projects. Some uh, of them had yeah. to postpone
0: film projects yeah. here and there. But yeah, you
1: know, ho- hopefully the documentary comes up. Well, we're getting a few contributors now, are we? Or yeah, we're,
0: we're, we're getting a few yeah. people on board, and I'm kind of happy that yeah. they're taking interest yeah. so, in this. So so
1: it could be a short documentary. Or a almost week's length, depending on how many contributors they see. Yeah. So, so if you're yeah.
0: if you're a filmmaker or an actor out there, um, feel feel free to give me a, an email or yeah. buzz me, and I'll be sure to incl- um yeah. to give you all the details.
1: Yeah. It's a, yeah, a video documentary, and you just have to supply your own video footage. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and it's a non-profit thing as well. We're not doing it to uh, help advertise or show what these people went through and give them a bit of a media play. Yeah, and yeah. in hopes of yeah.
0: the next generation of filmmakers, mm. like student filmmakers, they may want to know what what they how should... How we survived. Yeah, how, yeah. We, how, we, yeah, cope how we cope during yeah. major disasters.
1: Especially the little guys. I mean, big studios, they just turn around and I just uh, dump, a, you know, dump a few people, uh, do some stuff, some low-key stuff, whatever, they can still keep going. But the small guy doesn't have a lot of money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it's really hard. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, hopefully, um, if you guys have a story to tell, let me know, okay? Yeah,
1: but you know, well, Sarah's website uh, and mm. Facebook pages and stuff, mm. yeah, so yeah, contact yes. them. Yeah,
0: feel free to buzz me if you can. Exactly. All right, um, this is about it for us tonight, so I hope you guys enjoyed this latest podcast. Oh, well, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I know um, you would. Well, so, Vinny. this is Sarah Stevenson.
1: <laughs> and Michael.
0: Saying, I hope to th- see you guys around. See you around like a Bye.